Welcome to episode two of Moms That Lead. Later on, I'm going to tell you about one of my greatest mistakes I've made as a mom. So stick around to hear that. Hey there, are you ready to jump off the hamster wheel and finally listen to that voice inside that says you were meant for more? Are you ready to replace overwhelm with calm and clarity, self-doubt with confidence, and mom guilt with connection? Then you're in the right place. I made this podcast just for you. Welcome to the Moms That Lead podcast, where we know that moms have a unique ability to be world changers and that leadership is not about position. But instead, just like John Quincy Adams said, if your actions inspire others to dream more, learn more, do more, and become more, then you are a leader. I'm Terry Schmidt, your host and leadership mentor, determined to bring you the inspiration, motivation, and practical tips to help you live your best life. I'm a corporate leader and coach turned nonprofit founder. My family's journey to completing an Ironman triathlon changed my life forever, and I want to be your friend on the journey to gain the clarity, confidence, and connection that I gained from that experience. So if you're ready to ditch mom guilt and activate your strengths, let's jump in. I'm so happy to have you back. This podcast is for anyone who's ever experienced mom guilt. Still here? You're in good company. Today we're going to talk about five practical tips for putting mom guilt in its place. You know, that big garbage can labeled not worth our time. This episode is sponsored by Spark Crates. Spark Crates is an awesome subscription box that gives you everything that you need to have a night of healthy family fun. If you're looking for a new way to create meaningful moments of connection with your kids, this is the crate for you. In each crate, you get all the supplies that you need to complete a service project together, as well as directions for fun family games that you can play together, and even two recipes that are kid-friendly and that you can prepare together. Our family loves spark crates because with each crate, you get an opportunity to share your spark or your unique gift with a different cause. Our family loved to do the one where we were making paracord bracelets for our military and first responders. And we also love making cat and dog toys for homeless pets who are in animal shelters. It's a great way to introduce some variety and meaning into your family activities. And as a podcast listener, if you head over to sparkcrates.com and use the code podcast, you will automatically get $5 off your order. So yes, as we discussed, we've probably all experienced mom guilt at one time or another. So we're going to just jump right in to the five steps that I've found help me deal with that feeling of mom guilt. I'm not saying it goes completely away, but if I can follow these five steps... I feel a lot better. So step number one. First of all, we need to determine if it's guilt or shame. Many people use these two terms interchangeably, but they're actually quite different. I love the way that Brene Brown puts it in her popular TED Talk, Listening to Shame. She says, shame is a focus on yourself. Guilt is a focus on behavior. Shame is, I am bad. Guilt is, I did something bad. So the first step to do, and I want you to do this right now or whenever it's safe, is to take three minutes to list your answers to the question, 
What do I feel mom guilt about? Here are some answers I've heard, and frankly, they've been on my list too. One could be leaving kids to go to work. This can start with the decision to work outside the home after a baby is born and go on throughout your career as you end up missing games, performances, parties. Another one might be not wanting to play with your kids when you get home or on the weekends. Another one might be working longer hours or not volunteering enough for kids' activities. Or maybe taking time for self-development makes you feel guilty. Or maybe you feel like you're not cleaning enough. This is a personal one for me because I remember early in our marriage when my husband told me that I didn't clean the house as much as his mom did. Or maybe you feel guilty for yelling at the kids or forgetting something important like sending a jacket with them to school on a cold day. So that's a good start of a list. Maybe you have some similar ones on your list. But let's take some time to dig into them and see what the underlying feeling is behind each one to see if it's really mom guilt. Remember, guilt is, I did something bad. Or if it's mom shame, I am bad. So, back to the first one, the leaving kids to go to work. Sometimes when I felt that way, I felt bad because I felt like that meant that I cared more about myself, that I wanted to get away from my kids, and I wanted to receive the praise that I got at work instead of staying home to care for them. So that would that be mom guilt or mom shame? Well, basically, I'm saying that I'm not enough. What kind of person would care more about themselves than about their kids? So that would be an example of mom shame. On to the second one, not wanting to play with my kids. Sometimes when I felt like that, I felt like maybe I didn't love my kids enough. Again, another example of mom shame. I am bad, not I did something bad. Same can go for not volunteering enough for kids' activities or taking time to develop myself, or do things that were good for myself, like exercising. All of those got down to the feeling of me doing it because I didn't love my kids enough, because I wasn't enough of a mother. And that is more related to mom shame than mom guilt. Cleaning was the same thing. I felt like it wasn't enough. Now, yelling at my kids is a little bit different. That's more about something that I didn't want to do, an action that I didn't want to take, and wasn't related to how I felt about myself being enough. So that truly is an example of mom guilt. So I'm willing to bet that many of the ones on your list are also more related to mom shame instead of mom guilt. So what are we supposed to do with that? Now, dealing with shame and self-worth is a lifelong spiritual journey, so I'm not going to say that there are any silver bullets to solve it. But the remaining four steps might be a start. So if you find that a lot on your list are more related to shame than to guilt, the second step might be a big help. And that is to gain clarity on who you are and what's important to you as a leader and a mom. In other words, gain some clarity on your purpose. At Moms That Lead, we believe that purpose is a combination of three things. First, your strengths, what you're good at. Then your values, And finally, your passion. When you take some time to gain clarity on what is most important to you and what your strengths are and put it down on paper, it makes it easier to make decisions about what to prioritize. If I know that my purpose is to help others discover their unique strengths, 
and that my most important values are faith and respect. I can feel better about decisions that I make to spend time away from the kids if in some way the time is dedicated to that work. On the other hand, it also makes it pretty easy to choose playing with my kids over scrolling through Facebook. Okay, maybe right now you're thinking, that sounds a little bit lofty and fluffy. How am I going to take steps on identifying my purpose in life? Well, if you feel like it's too big of a task, I have good news. You're in luck. We currently are offering our Reset with Purpose mini course for free. And that is a step-by-step process that really could be done in an hour or two for identifying your purpose. All you have to do is visit momsthatlead.com forward slash reset to get access to that mini course. The third step, after you determine if it's guilt or shame and then gain some clarity on your purpose, is to do something we call Venn Diagram Your Interests. Are you one of the moms that feels guilty about not spending enough time with her kids? One great idea I got from another mom in a triathlon Facebook group was to Venn Diagram our interests. In the group, moms were talking about how much guilt they felt spending time away from the kids training for their triathlon races. Our family was lucky in that our kids actually enjoyed, well, most of the time, riding their bikes next to us, and holding our water bottles as we went on long runs when we were training for our Ironman. But this particular mom commented that that wasn't the case for her and her family, and so she instead had to Venn diagram their interests. Now, you probably remember the Venn diagram from middle school science, but if not, it's simply a set of overlapping circles. Venn diagramming, if that's even a word, is just looking at your interests, our favorite ways to spend your free time, and writing them in one circle. Then have each member of your family do the same thing. Put the activities that are the same in the overlapping parts of the circle and commit to doing one of them each week or month. Are you having trouble finding anything that overlaps? Well, maybe your family all enjoys competition and you can set up a family Olympics. We did it once, incorporating everything from video games to backyard soccer to drone races, which gets us right to tip number four. Set expectations and stick to them. For example, maybe you as a family decide that you're going to do one of those activities from your Venn diagram once a week or even once a month. Or I've also heard of moms who know that they have to work late at least once a week. And so they set that expectation with their family that they will do everything in their power to make it only once a week. But their family does have to expect that one night a week, they will be working late. Another great tip that I got from another podcast with business coach, Stephanie Gass, was to do a social media Sabbath every weekend. What that involves is just deleting the social media apps like Facebook, Instagram from your phone each weekend and making sure that you don't go on those apps and instead really focus on being present with your kids and your spouse. Another idea that I've heard of families doing is to set time for a monthly date with each child. It doesn't really matter what you do, but what does matter is that you set the routine and that everyone in the family knows what to expect. That allows for less chance for disappointment and tantrums from both the kids and the adults. Your kids know why you have to spend time away from them, whether it be for work or a self-care practice like exercising, 
and they also know that you value time with them. And finally, our last tip, give yourself some grace. Let's face it, being a mom is hard. We're told that we should do it all, do it perfectly, and never let anyone see us sweat. So I promised that I'd talk about my biggest mistake as a mom. This is something that I really needed to give myself some grace for because I felt awful about it. It happened when my daughter was probably about three and a half, four years old, and she was begging me to carry her around in a laundry basket. I was carrying her around our living room, which has a hardwood floor, and something happened and the laundry basket slipped out of my hands. She fell out and smashed her head into the floor. I felt awful, but she seemed to be doing okay. She didn't cry very much, and I decided to take her to daycare that day. Well, right as we were getting out of the car at daycare, she threw up. My worst fear was realized, and it was discovered that she did have a very mild concussion. I felt terrible. Not only had I made a decision that risked her safety and her health, but deep down, I knew that as an inherently klutzy person, that really was not a safe decision for me to make. And not only did I feel the guilt about doing something bad, meaning making that choice to carry her around in the laundry basket, But I also felt shame because I felt like things like that and not being careful enough were evidence that I was not a mom who cared enough about their well-being. So in that example, I had the guilt, which led to the positive change of me being much more careful when choosing to do fun activities like that with my kids. But I also had the shame that I had to work through and know that I am enough as a mom. And even though I made that bad decision, that didn't mean that I was a bad person. So in that example, I definitely had to give myself some grace. The fact is that kids sometimes gain more from our mistakes than they do from seeing us do everything perfectly. In that example, my older son could see what happens sometimes when we make choices that aren't safe. You probably are going to have days when you're extra stressed, emotional, and maybe you take it out on your kids. I know I have. But the apology conversations that I have with them after, where I talk about what caused me to act in a way that I didn't want to, builds their emotional intelligence and shows them how they should act when they make a mistake. Being clear to your kids about what your purpose and goals are and how to start again on the journey after you've messed up shows them how to set goals and stick with them, even when it's hard. Finally, I'll end this tip with a quote. Carl Jung said that the greatest burden that a child can bear is the unlived life of a parent. So know that in staying strong on the journey to become your best self, you are not depriving your children, but instead leading them by your example to be focused, humble, and resilient. No matter what the shame monsters say, you are enough. You are exactly what the world needs. God made only one you, and he did it for a reason. So my challenge for you is to take one of these tips and apply it in your life so that we can kick mom guilt to the curb. Do you need to spend time determining if it's guilt or shame? Are you unclear about your purpose and need to put time into clarifying your values, strengths, and passion so that you can more easily make decisions about how you spend your time? That's the easy one because we laid out the step-by-step approach in our Reset with Purpose mini course. Again, you can find that at momsthatlead.com forward slash reset. We'll also put it in the show notes. 
which you can find at momsthatlead.com forward slash podcast forward slash two. Do you need to pull out the old Venn diagram and start some new family traditions? If you need some ideas, grab our five quick boredom-busting, stress-reducing activities to connect with your kids, which we'll also put in the show notes. Or maybe you need to make new commitments to each other and focus on keeping them. Or finally, do you need to just spend some time remembering that you are enough and that this life is often a journey of three steps forward and two steps back? I'd love for you to send me a direct message on Instagram or Facebook and let me know what you're committing to. On Facebook, you can find us at Moms That Lead and on Instagram at We Are Moms That Lead. And if you know another mom who needs to hear this right now, please share it with her. The disease of mom guilt does not deserve to hold us back from the leaders we were made to be. Until next time, lead with love.